0: Morning gang, um, as you can probably hear from my voice, I've lost my voice and um, we are Friday 27th of March 2020, day quarantine 15 I think, that we've been in isolation um, and um, I'm in bed lying down, struggling, um, I can barely swallow and coughing burns my chest no temperature coughing a bit of mucus that goes I've just been really ill and doing I did the night shift because um, the way that we've broken it down to survive through this is we break down the day in three sets of eight hours and we rotate so one of us takes care of the kids for eight hours and the other one takes a shift and vice versa that's kind of how we're coping to have a bit of time to sleep and recuperate and do whatever we can but it's been challenging. I was supposed to be on a, on a podcast this morning with one of my friend Arthur Paulins, who's a Breathwork coach and founder of the Breathwork Academy. I was really looking forward to it. And he did suggest we could postpone it. Yes, no problem, but I insisted to stay because I thought it could be better. But I woke up this morning feeling like I crap and had to cancel. I felt really bad. But he's been really great, graceful, um, gracious about it. Um... And it's been hard, you know, I got a message from a friend who told me about this concept, the higher dream. And it takes more than one person to have a higher dream about the future we want to envision. And talked about how kids will read about this in history books and what we want them to to read and feel and be inspired by. And it compelled me to record this message because as my friend Naomi said, who's based in Amsterdam, just like a sister from another mother. You know, this is a universal challenge that we're all going through, but living through our individual experiences. We're locked in behind closed doors, trying to stay connected the way we can. Some of us find it easier than others. Again, if like us, you've got young kids and you live in a small space and your kids are emotionally able to understand or express themselves in a way, or even understand the situation that you can try to explain to them, it's particularly challenging. And there's there's two things to that that I wanted to talk about today, because the doubt has always been about the truth of the journey. No sugar coating, no hiding, the ups and downs, the the ugly truth and the pretty truth. All of it. And what's been really challenging is to operate at a certain level that is suboptimal constantly so we're constantly tired exhausted ill and trying to cope with the two kids trying to make sure that we can do our best but also losing i'm, I'm losing my patience losing my temper getting more angry getting more frustrated getting frustrated as why my daughter doesn't understand that I needed and that we needed to to help if a brother falls asleep not to wake him up not to make noise you know not to do what a normal two year old does say no every single time that we ask her to do anything throw the food on the floor throw tantrums throw toys and normally I would, I would be more responsive and more creative in my response but right now it's all reactive and I feel shame and guilt and then I have to apologize to her and open up the dialogue And I feel really bad. I feel guilty because I'm hearing all my friends and other people, colleagues, peers, who are using this time to really go for it and organize live webinars, programs, marketing, digital assets, all that stuff. And I'm barely getting by, like barely surviving through the day with a few random hours where I'm trying to connect with clients and support, reach out to a few friends. And there's no visibility to the future of schedule. That's what's really challenging because of our system. I'd have to sit down and write down every eight-hour shift over the next two weeks so I could schedule calls of friends or or podcast interview but look at this morning, I had something scheduled, managed to make it work, and then I wake up without a voice. So they, there's usually this idea of what is, what is the universe trying to tell you, what is it teaching you, uh, if you see everything even the challenges, even the obstacles, even the downside, as an opportunity for growth and learning, what would you find? And and maybe there's something about surrendering and letting go and that my number one priority should be my family, you know, about I should let go of everything else, let go of comparison and that is the paralysis, wishing we were in a different situation, wishing we were in a bigger house, wishing we had help so we could have a bit of time, wishing we could sleep at night so my son would sleep through the night so we could get some rest, wishing I wasn't ill so I could have a voice back and I wasn't in pain and discomfort, wishing we didn't have to be isolated from one another, wishing I could see my family, be there for my brother's birthday yesterday. And I know from Stoicism, if you haven't discovered yet Stoic philosophy, I recommend it. There's the Daily Stoic. Which you can get as an app on a book. I've got a book. I think it's Ryan Holiday and someone else. It's about letting go of what you can't control, and embracing what you can, which is effectively your mindset and the way you relate to things, and to do your best through your actions. And it's been helpful. Obviously, everything's always easier, easier said in theory than in practice, but it has been helpful. And I think what I've noticed and just recording this episode and yesterday's episode is I would normally go to therapy once a week. Uh, Ever since I knew I was going to become a dad, I wanted to sort my shit out. And I made a promise to my future kids that I'd go through the process of letting go of old scripts and stories that didn't serve me so I could be a better dad, a better leading figure, a more compassionate human for my kids. And, And I would go to therapy. And so, I haven't had someone like that to talk to in a while. So, having that space where you can actually just fully surrender, not having to judge your emotions, not having to filter how you feel, what you want to say, has, has been actually weighing on me because we are in full frontal survival mode in this household. And it's a tiny space. We don't have rooms where we can be really private and speak in a way where we feel like we've got privacy and just our own space. Um, So it's been hard and I think the fact that I'm ill doesn't help. I'm still very hopeful about how this will shape us as a generation, how we will come out of this stronger. I think I'm already predicting and seeing a whole new appreciation, which I hope will be everlasting to our medical helpers out there from nurses to doctors to those who are taking care of the hospital beds. Changing beds, cleaning, everything, um, and it's and it's something which I will will keep on saying to teachers, nursery staff, all the people that I might have taken for granted in the past. That I really hope I won't help my kids won't either. Um, I know that through this, especially having lived through, hearing stories, my grandparents talk about the Second World War, and the stories and legends of my family on my dad's side of. My French great grandfather, who was a leader of the resistance and was captured, sent to concentration camps, survived, ended up leading the um, retire of, of resistance group in central France, got the Légion d'honneur, which is the highest rank you can get from the president, Charles Gaulle himself. And I think there's some radical act of compassion and courage we're doing right now, which is staying at home and doing our bit. And is taking care of our kids for those of us who do have kids. And for those of you who don't, I envy you, I'm not gonna lie. But I also am grateful for you and I'm and I'm happy for you that you can use this opportunity to read, meditate, take care of yourself, reach out to people, create. I am I'm jealous, but I can also hold jealousy with with happiness for you. And and hopefully that jealousy will die out and I'll just be left with gratitude and joy. In some kind of way. Until then, I'll keep on sounding like Husky Batman, some Austrian porn star, or a heavy smoker, whatever it is. And I'll look back at these voice memos, right? These are diaries, just straight from the heart, no script, nothing, raw. And I'll, and I'll look back and I go, wow, that was tough. I did feel at a lower point. But we got out of it, we learned, we got stronger, we became a stronger unit. So I appreciate you. Reach out if you're listening to this. Hope you're safe. Hope you're healthy. Hope you're doing your bit and you're staying at home. And remember, it's not because we're in isolation that we need to be disconnected from one another. So reach out to someone who needs you. if it's a phone call, an email, a text, setting up a Zoom, impromptu or scheduled. We need now more than ever to stay connected in some way or shape or form. Appreciate you. I love you and I'll see you next time.